0: Well folks, Shaw Jerry Adams of it's a say piece of uh podcast special. We we launched a little book of lyricist edition about our late friend Rita O'Hare and another one of our friends and a very, very long standing friend and comrade of Rita's, Don Doyle, spoke at the lunch. So here we have Don Doyle's remarks. Go to Magruth. This slán lived the book, by the way, and the other Leargas editions are all available from Anishoch. Slán. land. Um, talusur or am they on showing you? the Sheila and Van Jarag, Larraghalanta, or Hale Rita here. Dog Rita Lurgmore in our hail Ilig. I'm sorry, Jacker, a credence goil she I'm delighted to be here today for the launch of Ambanjarig, a really great book and a valuable memento of the life of Rita O'Hare, a fair gale and an Irish patriot. As Rita herself constantly advised, it's vitally important for Republicans to write and speak our history and the deeds of our comrades. Rita was such a big presence in all of our lives, it's hard to believe that she's gone, but she's very often in our thoughts. I have very many fond memories of long dinners in Rita and Brendan's house and longer conversations, of her getting me into trouble and out of trouble, of cups of tea in Ann's bakery on Moore Street, of late night phone calls, collecting her father Billy to bring him to Dublin, of political advances and setbacks, regrets, good days and bad days, but a lifetime of memories of an incredible woman. I first met Rita in the late 1980s at a Sinn Féin in the Mansion House. I had the misfortune to be standing in a queue between Eddie Fullerton and Rita uh, full of youthful confidence speaking against the motion that they were both strongly supporting. It turned out my youthful confidence was badly misplaced and we were hammered on the motion. But later in the weekend Rita came and found me to talk to me, to encourage me Uh, and even though I was obviously hopelessly wrong on what I had said and totally missed the big picture. Uh, She wanted to talk to me about it, and over the next number of years began a lifelong friendship uh, with Rita and Brendan. At the time, I was doing a Masters in UCD, which because of Rita I have still not finished, Uh, where I was comparing Irish newspaper coverage of the 1921 treaty negotiations and the Hugh adams talks, and little changed in the Sindhu over the years, in case you're interested. Uh, I asked Rita if I could interview her, I'd got to know her a little bit at that stage. She agreed, but in return, asked whether to come in and help in the press office for three weeks and in a lifetime has passed uh, over that period. Michael Nolan in the book, it's a great read the book, but Michael Nolan in it has brilliantly and accurately captured what it was like in the press office uh, at the time of momentous change, conflicts still raging, secret talks, a pathway to peace emerging, and Rita was at the heart of all of that every single day. Throughout her life she was utterly fearless, had an incredible work ethic, she was intelligent and strategic and compassionate, she possessed a fantastic infectious and mischievous sense of humour and her wit was fierce and acerbic for those who were at the wrong end of it. She didn't suffer fools gladly but she was incredibly generous in her time, all of the time, in offering advice and words of wisdom, particularly to younger Republicans and many of our leaders today were directly influenced, mentored, supported, encouraged, and inspired by Rita. She was an extraordinary woman in every way, as an IRA volunteer, editor of On Fudloch, director of publicity, negotiator, and Sinn Féin representative to North America. She excelled in every role that she undertook, but I think she was especially proud of her time in the United States, where Rita was hugely successful in promoting the party and the cause of Irish unity. She forged and nurtured crucially important relationships over a quarter of a century in her work on Capitol Hill with successive administrations, with Irish-American organizations and the trade union movement. And she developed lifelong friendships with many people, and I'm going to do an awful thing by naming some people, uh, including Terry O'Sullivan, Brian Donahue, John Samuelson, Deirdre Ferrick, Marty Lennon, Joseph Smith, Todd Allen, Kathleen Curtin, Faye Devlin, Kieran Staunton, and of course Sean and Larry Downs and I named them all because it was a weird and wonderful thing. I knew them all really well before I ever met one of them because Rita talked about them all of the time and we've developed great friendships over the years since then. She had huge respect for the work that they did uh, in Ireland and in America. She was hugely respectful of their commitment to advancing the peace process and the cause of freedom in Ireland and she spoke about them all of the time. Rita also loved books and poetry and language and the very living thing of language and she was very fond of quoting literature and rolling her eyes when we weren't able to quote back. And I want to say one instance in the late 1990s I was traveling across the U.S. on holidays and I called into Washington D.C. to see Rita. Something had happened in the peace process and Rita was on her way to CNN to do an interview so she bundled me into the taxi alongside her. Driving us was a man from Ghana who'd been living in the United States for a number of years. Within minutes, she knew that he'd been an English lecturer back in Ghana, and to her utter delight for the rest of the journey, they quoted Shakespeare over and back to each other. And by the time we reached the CNN studios, she knew everything about his life, and when we got out of the cab, they were showing photographs of their children and grandchildren. <laughs> if you didn't know Rita, you might think be forgiven for thinking that was exceptional, and it wasn't. There was nothing unique in that experience. That was Rita. She absolutely loved people. Later in life she developed a real strong draw for the Irish language, hugely influenced by her grandchildren and their involvement in Andram Jarrack. What I didn't expect was this love of Angéliga would also include a newfound interest in the West Belfast band Kneecap, a bit of a departure from her love of classical music, and she took the greatest of fondness in quoting to me many times over the last year or two, uh, a line from one of their songs. (laughs) No fucking Aisle RTE. For those who don't understand, ask somebody about it. I think she liked the direct language and it appealed to her and she was fond of the odd curse herself. It was also through Rita that I learned so much about great Republican women. Unmanageable revolutionaries like Maura Comerford and Sheila Humphreys and many more. In March of last year, Rita spoke at an event for Maura Comerford. She reflected that the three women shared well over 100 years of Republican activism between them. She said, I will never forget her or Sheila, and I think about them often, truly extraordinary Republican women. And that's how I think and remember Rita, a truly extraordinary Republican woman. She was unique, she was special, she was a once-off. She was as tough as nails, but the thing that brought everything together for Rita O'Hare, my opinion was love. Love of family, of friends, of country, of people. She cared so deeply about everybody and she very badly wanted to ensure that young people would have a better future free of prejudice, oppression, division and conflict. She was larger than life, an icon of the Republican movement, and she was a partner to Brendan, a mother to Terry, Frances, Rory and Kieran, and granny to her adored grandchildren and great-grandchildren. She was the best friend you could ever have because she told you the truth, always the truth, whether you wanted it or not. She was the most human of revolutionaries. She embraced who she was. She was never anybody but herself, and that's a very powerful thing. Because in being herself, Rita O'Hare helped change Ireland. She helped change the direction of the future of our nation. We loved Rita, and she loved all of us. And that's why she never gave in, never gave up, never stopped believing, no matter what she was going through. And today, Republicanism is stronger than ever before, and we're closer to the promise of Irish unity than ever before, because Rita O'Hare made it possible what greater legacy can anybody leave? And Van Jarrick is a great tribute to Rita, and I encourage everyone to read it. But I have to say, I am also really looking forward to reading how when that is published, her uncensored words. Thank you very much.